Look, at the end of the day, all crowdfunding is is when a bunch of people come together and by putting their money together, they have the same power, the same buying power as the institutions. It's not too dissimilar to something that's been going on for centuries, which is a stockpile in South Africa. And as we know, in South Africa, stockpiles are worth billions and billions of rands. And really, it's individuals having the buying power of the collective. Now, being awarded, of course, the very first license to crowdfunding in South Africa and the continent, what does this mean to you? Well, it's not so much for us. It's for the investors and for the industry as a whole. You know, what's really important from an investor perspective is that there's a lot of scams out there and people are very nervous. Mm-hmm. It's their money. You know, they don't want to get scammed. And so, you know, people want to invest and want to be, you know, from a trusting perspective, they want to be part of the regulatory environment. So for investors, I believe it, it really ticks a box, which is going in the right direction, which enables investors to be able to invest with a peace of mind, knowing that they're in the regulatory environment. From a, from a country perspective and from a regulator perspective, I also think it's an incredibly important, significant step because if you take South Africa, we, we're a bit behind the curve in terms of making this fintech industry, financial technology industry, regulated. You know, countries like England did it uh, six, seven years ago. And it's interesting listening to the, the advert that was coming on just as I was joining, all about creating jobs. And in England, it's created more jobs than anything else by, by enabling financial technology. And so what's really exciting, I believe, for the country and the continent as a whole is that by enabling and regulating the space, we will not only create a whole lot of more opportunities for businesses, for job creation, for entrepreneurship, for investment, for property investment, but it also allows investors to participate in a regulated way. Now, to what extent are SMEs uh, um, utilizing crowdfunding as a financing um, source, uh, Scott? So, look, it's been very small in, in South Africa to date. And, the, and again, the reason being is that it's been an unregulated environment. So it's been very, very difficult to navigate the industry, not quite knowing how to actually participate in it when the rules weren't clear. Now that the rules are clear, I believe that we'll be able to emulate what's happened in the UK. Two of the biggest uh, crowdfunding platforms in the UK, one called Cedars and one called Crowdcube, are actually joining together. And they are now bigger than AIM, which is the secondary uh, market in the UK. They're only smaller than the London Stock Exchange. And what's really, really interesting is that, you know, that that is massive for job creation and, and for allowing entrepreneurships to get funding, which is the number one you know, one of the biggest reasons why entrepreneurs don't start businesses is because they can't get access to funding. Now, with this regulatory space, entrepreneurs with a good idea and people that want to follow them and are passionate about their idea can participate and it can really enable as a catalyst to the entire ecosystem. What sort of barriers then and challenges are faced um, in the crowdfunding ecosystem and uh, development? You know, and how do we uh, begin to overcome these as well? Look, I think there's two major barriers. The first one is trust. So we as individuals are, are you know, we, we, we want to make sure that our money is protected. Mm. And therefore, you know, this is a new way of doing things. And just like in South Africa, it's the same all over the world. But what's interesting is that, you know, COVID has accelerated this. You know, we're learning to work from home and, and we're now learning to buy stuff online. And on top of that, we're learning to invest online. It's really becoming quite exciting what the possibilities are. The second challenge is that the ecosystem is very new. I mean, the regulation you know, we were the first to, to be able to get regulated in the space. And so it takes time for the industry to develop, um, including rapport with the regulator. And, and that, that clarity takes time to, to get in place. So there's, there's a number of challenges, and there have been for a decade. But, but I think that um, the recent developments are extremely exciting.
Well, Scott, thank you so much uh, for making uh, the time to chat to us uh, today. For those who'd like to know a little bit more about Wealth Migrate, how do they do that and how do they engage with your platforms? Yeah, look, so for me, go to wealthmigrate.com, literally the word wealth and migrate.com. And um, because it's Freedom Day, we're really excited. You know, anyone that goes online, you know, Nelson Mandela said that um, success is not when people are given money. Success is the freedom to be able to, to make money. And, you know, because it's Freedom Day, we've actually dropped the minimums to $100 for anyone because we wow, believe that okay. financial freedom should be for everyone.